God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course, he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right, my name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And I'm joined by Leonor Cavota. Hello, Leonor. Good morning, Scott. So we have, uh, we have a real fight on our hands, don't we? Uh, we have a government that seems to be attacking Americans, but yet throwing a blind pass and basically aiding uh, illegal migrants, illegal refugees at the expense of the middle class. And it seems like there's two standards of justice when it comes to conservatives and Democrats. And also, we're seeing all these things unfold in just this week. I mean, we got the Perkins Coey Durham report coming back up. Uh, we're seeing all these refugees appear in different places. We're seeing another resurgence at the border. And you got all these government departments that are actually helping the Biden administration cover up by saying you can't fly drones to see the escalating numbers. Uh, and then you have uh, the, the administration that's in charge right now actually denying people their monoclonal clonal antibodies. Right. And uh, it's going to result in deaths all because of political indifferences, political beliefs. And all, all because they see things a little differently. And that's not, you know, something that, uh, you know, th there's good argument on both sides, maybe. But I think there's better argument on the conservative side. And in addition to that, uh, you have um, the government going after, setting traps for Trump supporters. So, like, for example, September 18th which is uh, Saturday, right? Mm -hmm. September 18th, there's supposed to be this rally to draw attention to the people that are illegally incarcerated for crimes they've not even been charged with. And they're still, still rotting in jail since January 6th. Guaranteed, whatever they're charged with, it's going to be time served. It's an injustice. And what we're seeing 
is this rally is now becoming a setup where they're building a fence once again around the Capitol building so as to try to make it look like they're Trump supporters and the supporters of the J6 people are terrorists while at the same time they open the border to gang members mm-hmm. from Haiti. Have you ever seen anything like what you're seeing today? Well, we feel like it's the apocalypse. Every day we hear something new in which our country is going to hell. I mean, in one way or another. I mean, we've talked about what's going on with Afghanistan. We've talked about the hysteria that has happened with the pandemic. We've, you know, we've talked about um, bad economic decisions. I mean, every day you see something, and then all the cover-ups. I mean, the Millie story earlier this week. I mean, there's been more, um, more about Bob Woodward and um, other things that he he did not get right. Other things about China in the past that he did not get right. There's been all types of things that have happened. You know, I mean, just the thought that we had our Joint Chiefs of Staff saying to the enemy, don't worry, I'll let you know if we plan on anything. I mean, what's the point in having a foreign policy if we have uh, the people who are supposed to protect us giving all of our information to the other side? I mean, this is treason. That's probably one of the most shocking Millie, things. Yeah. That's one of the most shocking things that's happened this week. But then at the well, same, and then when you listen to uh, Defense Sec- uh, Secretary, then Acting Defense Secretary Miller, yeah, uh, Millie made, Miller, you got to keep them all straight. Pardon, Millie Miller, you got to keep them all straight. Yeah, I think his name's Anthony Miller. <laughs> yeah, and um, uh, he said in no uncertain terms he never agreed to that call that meeting that Millie apparently did it on his own because um, you know Woodward and Costa wrote the book of course Trump doesn't trust Millie uh, Costa or Christopher Miller Christopher Miller okay I wasn't sure it didn't sound right (laughs) but in any case so this guy basically said no I've never agreed with that yeah and so Biden really is covering up with lies and that's in essence what's happening is the cover-up that the current administration is doing is a pack of lies and then you wonder why it is that Durham is allowed to do what he's doing to which case that's great I mean Sussman is an evil guy who worked with Perkins Coey and he worked directly with uh, Hillary Clinton and we're finding out that we were right all along as we already knew this is old news by this so time. So what we're saying, we're, we're talking about how special counsel John Durham is indicting Perkins Coe attorney Michael Sussman. That's what you mean by doing what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, but for the reasons that he's doing it, um, it, it, it drives to the heart of not only his lies to the FBI, but his direct connection with Hillary Clinton and how much of a liar mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton was. Whatever happened to the email gate? Whatever happened to Benghazi? I mean, all of those things. So there's two standards of justice is what you get when you have a single-party system that's run like a totalitarian state. And the problem is you can't, political dissidents can't even rally. We saw this firsthand back in the COVID days about a year and a half ago. About a year ago. Yeah. And that was, if you were in New York, Not only were all the hospitals empty, and we're going to shed some light on some of the hospitals seem to be fudging numbers. 
Um, we're going to talk about that today, but there were empty hospitals and there's people protesting about their freedoms in the street, in the parks, and they were shut down by the South Sea police. And so when you want to have a Black Lives Matter rally, uh, you know, DeSantis basically would say, oh, well, that's a higher priority. But if you wanted to have a conservative rally of any type, you were shut down. So again, we're living in this world where I never thought we would see it. And what I, the other part of it, though, is how broad sweeping it is. It almost feels like it's a conspiracy, but there's no way they could have a conspiracy this large. It's almost like they were drinking the Kool-Aid or they've been ultra MK Ultra programmed. I, I don't quite understand how there's no deviation on the left with what is obviously an atrocious offense against justice. Does that shock you, Leonor, that you don't have hardly any dissent among the left? You know, it doesn't because of the simple fact that we see the left um, trying to hide their heads in the sand about the things that, of course, make them look bad, and then trying to focus and change the narrative to... um, you know, cast aspersions elsewhere. And we, we, we see this all the time with them. You know, they're, they're constantly changing the conversation. We see, yeah, so I'm not shocked by anything anymore. So BBC reports this in Italy. Italy's like the, the first country to fall. BBC writes, COVID, Italy to require all workers to show Green Pass certificate. New rules mean workers must show they're vaccinated have tested negative or recovered from COVID. So that's actually a little bit better because it gives some credence to people who've recovered right. from COVID and have antibodies. Right. Right. So that I like. But they're still the first ones like with this green pass, vaccine pass. Slippery slope. We keep saying that. So Miss Joe writes, now Italy is requiring all workers to be vaccinated. Self-employed people who are who work part-time, people who work from home, literally all workers now need to get vaccinated. So she was, uh, this woman here that's tweeting this wrote an update to that BBC article. And if they aren't vaccinated, they face large fines. They are coming for you too. Just a matter of time. How do you enforce that anyway? I mean, when you talk, I'm talking about the people that are self-employed. Well, here's just an, yet another liberal. And John Rich, remember John Rich with the yep. whiskey? And yep. He's a singer, songwriter. Yep. Uh, he had a billboard uh, with us mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> for uh, Grandma's Whiskey or something yes, like that. Yes, I remember. Um, in any case, uh, here, here's, a, here's something he posted. If you, if, if you an, wish to... By the way, this is an Asian woman. She's supposed to be like some doctor or something like that. There's no name. If you wish to have these privileges, you need to get vaccinated. Travel and having the right to travel interstate, it's not a constitutional right as far as, I'm, as, far as I know to, um, to, to, uh, to board a plane. And so saying that if you want to stay unvaccinated, that's your choice. But if you want to travel, you better go get that vaccine. Dark. If you wish. So there's these people that are coming out saying, 
like when you listen to uh, uh, Don Lemon, Don Lemon, and uh, and Chris Como. It's an absurd uh, thing. I'm going to have to play it though, um, because it's so ridiculously absurd that you almost have to hear it to believe it. And I wrote a rebuttal to it, and here it is. It's uh, basically it's. Time to start shaming them. Okay, so this is their other ploy. Bunch of libtards want to shame. I said, my response to this was, my first question to the Stooges below, if it works, then why worry about my choice? Secondly, the reason for the obsession to vaccinate is to roll out an unconstitutional vaccine passport system that will morph into a social credit score system to control behavior and opinion. And a lot of other people believe that the reason why they want to vaccinate everybody is because they want to take out the control group. Because if I'm not vaccinated and I never get sick and I have herd immunity or I get natural antibodies, then they could say, well, the efficacy rating of the vaccine is no different than the person who didn't get vaccinated. Because already Moderna and Pfizer have said, if you took our vaccine last year, it's no longer effective. We're going to have to get our booster, and we're going to get paid for that through government tax dollars. So it's all about profiteering. So that's one. But two, if everybody gets vaccinated, there's no control group. Right. Which means they don't have to worry about being wrong about the efficacy rating. That's a problem. Thirdly, um, they could be really looked at as being showed up. And then fourthly, the vaccine passport. If everybody gets vaccinated, again, it's that 70% rule. If 70% get vaccinated, the corporations, as we're already seeing, Restaurants, denying black people, segregating society. There's video on Twitter. I can't play it because the guy was cursing. But it's like, that's, what, that's, where we, that's where we are in America. That me and my family, a black family, can't sit down and eat food in public. And sure enough, this white uh, uh, business owner rejected this guy and said he has to leave because he doesn't have his papers. Yeah. Where have we heard that? Do you have your papers? Well, yes. It sounds a lot like uh, the Holocaust. It sounds a lot like communism. It sounds a lot like a lot of things that we don't want to be waking up to every day. Let's listen to the nonsense from CNN. I think we have to stop coddling people. When it comes to this and the vaccine saying, oh, you can't shame them. You can't call them. So you know what this guy needs? He needs a punch in his face. That's what he needs. This guy, Don Lemon, can talk big with his microphone right here Mm -hmm. and talk about shaming me. But you know what? Somebody needs to man up and step up. You know, people, I'm just waiting for the day that somebody's going to come up to me in a supermarket because I'm not wearing a mask, and say something. Because it's just going to be an interesting conversation. Uh, they uh, And there's video of that, too. These yeah. Karens yeah. going around, 
following people in Coles. This woman, who was obviously a mother uh, that was uh, just picking up stuff for her family, and is being followed by this really weirdo, right? Yeah. And um, they call him out. And in this case, the guy was actually approached with security because he was out of line. But it was funny because the guy that posted that video yeah. said, why does this never happen to me? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I wish it happened to me too because I would have a lot to say to that person for sure. No, I wouldn't beat him up. I, I'm not a violent person. Right. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is about Don Lemon and Chris Como is they sit there and they openly talk about bullying people and yeah. shaming people. Yeah. You know, how high have suicides gotten already? Yeah. And these, these millionaires on TV want to shame people into their depression. Yeah. It's sad. It's sick. We just saw on Fox News how this woman was thrown out of her apartment because she's not vaccinated in Florida, of all places. And this was not even in her lease. It wasn't even in a rider. It was an amendment, a, an amend- yeah, addendum. An addend- but still, you can't, you, you can't do something like that without notifying people and giving them the opportunity. Two weeks she got. Well, that's, not, a- th- that's not adequate. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Crazy. So let's take a listen to these two stooges, Don Lamont and Chris Como. I think we have to stop coddling people when it comes to this and the vaccine saying, oh, you can't shame them. You can't call them stupid. You can't call them silly. Yes, they are. The people who aided and abetted Trump are stupid because they believed his big lie. The people who are not getting vaccines, who are believing the lies on the Internet instead of science, it's time to start shaming them. What else? Or leave them behind. (laughs) Because they are keeping the majority of Americans behind. You didn't feel that way about the polio vaccine. You don't feel that way about measles, mumps. By the way, a couple of things. Leaving people behind seems to be the Democrat mantra these yeah. days, right? Yeah, apparently they do and, like leaving people be- and, behind, not, and, not to put too fine. And last I checked, it. when he says polio, measles, well, the reason why we're getting the measles is because of the Afghans that are coming into our country. Yeah. And that's related to the measles, right? They're spreading measles in our country now. And that's, that's bad enough. But last I checked, when was the last time you got on a plane and you had to show papers for polio vaccine or the measles? Never. Right. So uh, the, the only thing I ever had to have some level of uh, protection, and I don't think you had to even show it, was going to India and, and having a malaria inoculation. Right. That, that's different. That's but completely yeah, but no, different. No. But so what he's saying is such a lie yeah. on its face. All you got to do is think and ask questions. Yeah. Let's listen. Because they are keeping the majority of Americans behind. You didn't feel that way about the polio vaccine. You don't feel that way about measles, mumps, rubella when it comes to your children. And all of a sudden this vaccine is different. What's different about it? The only different thing about it is because of your politics. No, what's different about it is it's not even a vaccine. It doesn't even have the strain of a virus in it. Right. So it's not even a vaccine, dude. So get your education. Today, the, the people talk about, well, I don't know what's in the shot, Chris. I don't know what's in that shot. They I'll tell you what's not in it. Hold on. A tracking me, device. Yeah, yeah let, me, let, me, let me finish this. You know, what's, you know what they, they get shots in nowadays? In their rear ends? They're getting shots to make it bigger. They're getting shots in their face. 
They don't know what's in Botox. They don't know what's in uh, this stuff. Nothing wrong with Botox. People don't it. know what they eat, Look, what they drink, I tried what it they once. Smoke. My eyebrow went up. I don't have it now. As you can see, I got all these wrinkles. Everybody asks me when I'm going to get you can eat Botox. But listen, nothing wrong with Botox. Clearly. But I'm saying, do people really know what's in stuff that they inject in their bodies all the time? And they're what like, they oh, eat, they shut, what, what they eat, what they drink, what they drink. All the stop it, stop it with the ignorance. And we have to stop saying, oh well, you know, you have to listen to people. And uh, no, you don't. These people are being harmful to the greater good. You don't have to listen to a minority of people who are being harmful to the greater good and who are not acting on logic, reason, and science. I had, science. I had an issue, I told you, Chris, when my family was that. here and they were saying, hey, I, know, the I, just, I said, you know word. how you got here to visit me in New York? You took an airplane. What is that? Science. Right? You know why people live to be older than 40, TV. 50, 60 years old these days? Science. Medicine. No one questions that. You know why people, it, you know what, what is so contradictory about it? When people get sick, they go into the hospital and they say, throw it all, give it to me, inject it, put it in me. And you're going to pay a whole lot of money. And you're going to tax the medical system when you could have gotten it for free and you wouldn't be in that position in the first you're place. You're going to question the vaccine, but you want to take a horse dewormer. <laughs> um, but look, it's not a horse dewormer. He's just lying <laughs> the whole segment, right? I know. Ivermectin is not a horse do. It can be. There is a horse to worm. It's a parasite, anti-parasite drug, and it's built for humans. They have a horse grade, and then they have a human grade. Okay. Here's the thing. I, I accept uh, everything you've just said. Most of all, the idea that the majority cannot be healed by the tyranny of a minority. Yeah. Uh, their stubbornness has to be their own consequence at some point, and the rest of us have to be able to live life. Yeah. Now, I think we have to stop. Yeah, so that's just incredible. So the reason why I played that is I played that because uh, it drives home the question because it it begs the question, Mm -hmm. why are they pushing this so hard? Why is it so important to them? If their vaccine works, they're safe. I know Don Lamont is not worried about my health oh i doubt he's well-being. worried about your health right so then what 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 is his concern why does he want me to do what he does yeah. why does he want me to mimic his moves and the reason why is because there's something bigger there's something more going on with this vaccine i don't know what it is exactly it's not truly a vaccine it does not have a COVID strain in it. Therefore, there's going to be no um, vaccine shedding of the virus. I will say that one of the problems with this is the variants and the mutations are a result of these vaccines. The people are starting to spread a different variant. And... As uh, you said, Leonor, the Delta variant is more spreadable, but less, less deadly. deadly. Yeah. And, and again, I think everybody went to a state of panic when uh, they started hearing about the Delta variant. They said, oh, it's far more contagious. But then when the onion was getting peeled back and we were hearing, yes, it's far more contagious, but it's not as serious as the earlier well, strain. It was always supposed to be uh, voluntary. 
Yeah. It was a choice. Nobody ever sold this in the beginning. And that's the problem, too. The people selling you 15 days to slow the curve, then it was 30. People selling you all of this nonsense. People selling you these fake hospital numbers. People selling you the, you know, I mean, what, can someone explain to me how it is that the flu went from 38 million in 2020? 2019 to 2020, and same for the five years prior, to 1,800 in 2020 to 2021. Can someone? Yeah. So where did the 38 million flu people go? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Atkinson, Cheryl Atkinson. Yeah. She was doing a report on Full Measure, yeah. her show. And she was sitting in this county um, coroner's office, and there was a, a suicide a homicide, suicide homicide. Yeah. So there were two murders, murder homicide, or murder suicide, or something like that. They called it. Yeah. It was two people. The person shot their wife and then shot themselves, or something like that. Do you know that they were listed mm-hmm. as two COVID deaths? So it was a murder-suicide. Yeah. Well, we've seen this happening for some time, that the statistics are being played with. And, you know, the, the ones that are mimicking um, the flu, we've talked about that. But well, now when you're talking that, and car accidents and yeah, other things. Yeah, a guy it's, that got killed on his motorcycle yeah. and was referenced as a COVID death. Well, yeah, because they tested the, because they tested him for COVID maybe while he was still alive. No, I think that the hospitals are making out. <laughs> no, they are. They're, explo- they're getting paid more money. Ooh, well, this happened Let's within, put him on a respiratory before we call him, pronounce him well, dead. Well, part of the reason, too, no, this, go, ventilator. this goes back a while ago, particularly with the nursing homes. You got more money for a COVID person than you got for a person with dementia. So people were being labeled as COVID very early in the process because there was more money for that. And, and and even if they never did get COVID, they were they were classified as a COVID patient. So you know the hypocrisy surrounding Ocasio Cortez and the Met, right? And that dress, that uh, dress, the thirty thousand dollar ticket, and the dress that says on the back, you know, in bright red, uh, her white dress. On uh, I guess on her posterior, it says "Tax the Rich." Thirty thousand dollars a plate. So it's interesting about that because. Um, from what I hear, it's a donation, and that would be an ethics violation. That's a sixty thousand or thirty thousand dollar donation. I think she got two tickets, but yeah. but let's just say it's even one. It's thirty thousand dollar yeah in kind donation, right? Well, Nicki Minaj was going to go, and somehow Nicki Minaj didn't go. And again, this is a bit Nicki of Nicki Minaj old... wasn't vaccinated. That's what the story was. Oh, right. They were calling. They were requiring that you get vaccinated. And somebody in um, Nicki Minaj's family, a brother-in-law or whatever, they were engaged to be married. Next thing you know, the person has these enlarged testicle, testicles and is impotent. And the marriage broke up. I, I think that's just an outrageous story. What do you expect with Nicki Minaj? Now, Nicki Minaj, I think, has always been sort of like, in the Hollywood scene and right. liberal, well, whatever. That's why it shows the liberals eat but their let's own. Let's take a listen to Tucker Carlson's um, uh, explanation on that. I thought it was pretty good. 
Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Who knew, who could have guessed that rapper Nicki Minaj would turn out to be one of the bravest people in the United States? A couple of days ago, we, we would guess, most people who watch the show may not have heard of Nicki Minaj. And then she tweeted about the COVID vaccine. She didn't come out against the vaccines. She merely said that as an adult and an American, she should decide whether or not to take the vaccine. Pray about it, she said. Don't be bullied. Huh. Things blew up from there. No praying about it. You must submit to being bullied. Those are the new rules. Nicki Minaj wasn't aware of that, and she resisted, and she's still resisting. It's a long and interesting story. There's implications for all of us, and Trace Gallagher has agreed tonight to frame it for us, to set it up, to tell us what's going on. And here he is. Hey, Trace. Hey, Tucker. The controversy stems from Nicki Minaj telling her fans she would only get the COVID vaccine once she did enough research, and she recommended her fans do the same. And here's the tweet most people focused on, quoting here, My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied. Well, Tucker then talked about that tweet last night, and today, Nicki Minaj retweeted this clip. Watch. It's Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend's testicles who are swollen from taking the vax. That's the claim. But it's not anything to do with the physical effect of the vaccine that makes our political class mad. It's the last part of Nicki Minaj's tweet that enrages them. The part where she says you should prey on it, make the decision yourself like a free human being and quote, don't be bullied. So our media and public health officials didn't like this because they make their livings bullying people. So they couldn't let it stand. Of course, the haters came out of the woodwork attacking Minaj, Tucker, and this show. Minaj was also criticized by MSNBC's Joy Reid. Watch that. You have 22 million followers on Twitter. For you to use your platform to encourage our community to not protect themselves and save their lives, my God, sister, you could do better than that. Minaj responded to Reed saying, quote, this is what happens when you're so thirsty to down another black woman by the request of the white man that you didn't bother to read all of my tweets. Minaj went on to say she never told anyone not to get the shot just to learn more about it. And she's right. She told her fans to wear a mask and to get the shot if they had to for work. But now she says she's in Twitter jail, writing in part, quoting again, I'm in Twitter jail, y'all. They didn't like what I was saying over there on that block. Asking questions is okay. I like being effing dumb. Then boom, can't tweet. She also went on Instagram Live. Look. People will turn their back on you. I'm not agreeing. But people will isolate you if you simply speak and ask a question. Y'all won't see what the f is happening. And I'm seeing black women on Twitter, black women I follow, acting like this is funny. <laughs> No, I ain't gonna lie, I had a lot of fun yesterday and a lot of laughs. But black women, are y'all forgetting there was a time not too long ago where you couldn't even make eye contact with people? 
and you're okay with 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 what's happening we're no longer even allowed just allowed to voice our opinions or to ask questions now here's the here's the here's what's in, interesting what's interesting is so many of your favorite artists feel this way but they're afraid to speak up and i can't blame them look at what they just did i will never use twitter again finally we should note that twitter is denying Nicki minaj was suspended tucker Chris Gallagher, thanks so much. So here's the point that she's making probably a lot of things Nicki Minaj says that you may not agree with, you may not like her music. But the two points she's making are worth reiterating. You can't allow people to force you to take drugs that you don't want or that you don't need. It's up to you what drugs you take, period. And if you allow people to force you to take drugs you don't want, you're done. They own you. You're no longer free, period. And the second point that she's made quite a bit today is that you have a constitutional right, a moral right, a God-given right to ask simple questions and expect answers, like you're an adult speaking to a fellow adult. And if you forfeit that right, you are no longer adult. You're no longer free. You're no longer a citizen. You're something much less than that. It's not complicated. Might be nice to have a few United States senators who are willing to say something like that and then stick to it. So it's left to Nicki Minaj to say it. You know, it's very interesting to hear this because with Nicki Minaj coming out and she, you know, is, re reflects the rapper community and she's also part of the elite in music in Hollywood, we're starting to see people backing her. Like the, we've already seen the actress Rose McGowan, who used to be on Charmed, come out and speak out against. Right. Well, she's now backing Nicki Minaj. So when you see people that are coming from these places, people who you would think would ordinarily vote or behave the other way, speak up and say, this is wrong, I'm not supporting this, you're going to start seeing a sea change, just as you saw a sea change when Donald Trump was elected president, because people said that they weren't going to take it anymore. Now you're going to see some of the quote unquote, traditional liberals not be liberals anymore they're going to see how ridiculous this is how ridiculous these restrictions are how orwellian they are and furthermore we're going to continue to see the incompetency and the hypocrisy of the biden administration <laughs> on all fronts and i am so happy about that Nicki Minaj, whose music I don't really know or whatever, but I, I know who she know is. She yeah, I know who she is. But I'm happy to see that she spoke up and that she questioned it and that she she brought race into it. But you know what? She brought race into it in the right way. She talked about how years ago you weren't even able to look somebody in the eye. Think about all the black performers out there who, when they were performing, they had a separate entrance. They couldn't eat with the uh, other people. They couldn't. They were treated like second class citizens, except. The only thing they had going for them was they could entertain everybody. Okay, well, you know, by well, uh, telling people that we can't express an opinion, anybody who we are, we have to just accept what we're told, that that's reducing us all to ch children's status. I know I'll make one last comment on this. When I was a child, my parents said to me, doctors are not gods. You take what they say and you evaluate. And that's and, and never has that been more true than with the advent of COVID. We have to listen and gather all the information and make the best decisions for ourselves. We can't be told 
and dictated to, and we cannot be shamed for our behavior or our decisions. Particularly not in this political landscape. So protect yourselves, folks. But you have to understand, too, that there's an ulterior motive here. Yeah. And I wrote about this in another tweet. I don't have it in front of me, but... Basically, I refer, refer to the Green Book. Remember the movie Green yeah, Book? Yeah, I was thinking of that as I was just speaking. And throughout the South, you know, uh, people were divided um, in auditoriums, uh, blacks on one side, whites on the other. Um, they were also, blacks weren't allowed in certain hotels. They had to stay in a, a black hotel or, um, you know, so if you were black and you, you wanted to stay in a regular hotel... You weren't allowed. You didn't have your papers. You were, you're black. And so this is not much different. The same people that wrote the Jim Crow laws, they were local and state Democrat officials. See, the South was run by people like George Wallace, the Democrat from Alabama who endorsed segregation and stood in the way of uh, that doorway where those two black students were going to go to school. And he basically said, over my dead body, will I allow integration? This was a Democrat. And the last Democrat who was part of the KKK leadership that walked the halls of the Senate as a Senate leader was Robert Byrd, a Democrat from West Virginia. And Jefferson Davis was a Democrat fighting the first Republican president, Lincoln, to basically, uh, in his opposition to abolish slavery, and thought so much about it that he wanted to segregate from the Union. Again, segregation is part of the history of Democrats and their intolerance. And yet, somehow, they have, the Republicans have allowed them to take ownership of this. This virus, frankly, I really don't even know if what we're dealing with exists right now. How much do you trust your government? The fact is, these viruses are only designed to let viruses in general last 7 to 14 days. That was the whole reason for 15 days to slow the curve. Or spread. But when you look up bacterial infections versus viral infections, viruses don't last much longer than 7 to 14 to 21 days. That's a virus. That's why they say two weeks quarantine. Yeah. 14 days. Yeah. It's a well-established, documented fact the viruses are different than bacteria. That's why you have um, penicillin, or you, that's why you have an, antibiotics for bacteria, and you have different treatments, very few treatments, for virus. You also have to allow for herd immunity, and herd immunity impacts the efficacy of each virus. And so my question is about the, uh, yeah, herd immunity is great, but that's why I question whether COVID-19 even still exists or has this virus been put to death? Meaning, is COVID-19 even a thing right now? They have these tests 
that will test positive for COVID-19, but is COVID-19 real? You know, we played that clip from Ireland the other day, and it made it very clear that the Irish government had to admit that uh, was forced to admit that COVID-19 does not exist. Now, the idea is there are different variants and various, various strains. And I believe it's true that they are so afraid of Regeneron, which is the monoclonal uh, antibody. Mm-hmm. Regeneron is the company behind that. that. Uh, or Ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. The reason why they banned these things is because they would get in the way of the vaccine profiteering and their success would also get in the way of the globalist agenda, which is to control everybody by controlling your vaccine passports, which would morph into a social credit score system, which would enable governments to control your your opinions, your thoughts, your actions, what you say, what you do, how you travel, everything. It'll affect your ability to get a credit card, to get a, a, a house, to shop at a store, whatever your score is. And your score might fluctuate based on the political winds of the leadership in the country at that time. You might get 20 bonus points for supporting Trump as when Trump's president. You might get 40 deduction points for supporting Trump and the January 6th event. You would be crushed if you attended the January 6th rally. You would be crushed if you went on TV and started talking about a political opinion. Just like the mainstream media, just like Jen Psaki has said, I believe that if you're cut off on one, you should be cut off on all of them. They want everything to be in conjunction with everything else. So if you make a foul over on Twitter, you should be cut off on Facebook too. Which means that you should have a lower score, which means the banks can actually take your money or tell you what kind of loan you can get, what kind of interest rate you'll pay. You will pay. We're already seeing liberals say to you, we will punish you. We will make your life a living hell. You will be put through the ringer. We will not make it easy for non-vaccinated people who are not complying with our demands. And the corporations are all too willing to go ahead and accept this because they're spineless. But they can't do it unless... 70% 70% of the population is on board and has the vaccine. They could then bully the 30%. Yeah. I said, will the real COVID and or flu please stand up? The fact that testing is incapable of accurately and consistently distinguishing between the variety of variants, does COVID as we knew it exist? Government in Ireland forced to admit COVID-19 does not exist. And I'm telling you, folks, I think something, Good something, evening. Welcome something to more is up. Something uh, is rotten in Denmark. Now, I want to um, also play something. 
uh, about Ron DeSantis and his response to the bullying tactics of the Biden administration when it comes to the monoclonal antibodies. Let's take a listen. Uh, We are very, very concerned uh, with the Biden administration and the HHS's recent abrupt, sudden announcement that they are going to dramatically cut the number of monoclonal antibodies uh, that are going to be sent to the state of Florida. Just last week, on September 9th, President Joe Biden said that his administration would be increasing shipments of monoclonal antibodies in September by 50%. And yet, on September 13th, HHS announced that it was seizing control of the monoclonal antibody supply and that it would control distribution. And then on September 14th, the announcement was more than 50% of the monoclonal antibodies uh, that had been used in Florida uh, were going to be reduced. So this is a dramatic reduction. And I'd say it's doubly problematic because what, what Shane Strom and folks in Tampa General and these other hospital systems that have been doing this, they're not getting it from the state. Uh, they, they get it. It's drawn down from it had been a Marisource Virgin. So they get that. Uh, and then when they need more, they request more, they do it. What the HHS and the Biden administration is now doing is they're saying that all of the reduced amount will go to the state. And we're responsible not only for sourcing our sites, which we're happy to do, But any infusion center, any provider, any hospital will have to come through the state. And to just spring this on us starting next week, we're going to have to do that. There's going to be a huge disruption, and patients are going to suffer as a result of this. And so we're going to work like hell uh, to make sure that we can overcome the obstacles uh, that HHS and the Biden administration are putting uh, in in us. They say they're, they're cutting it because of equity. Well, look. The South has had higher prevalence uh, this summer. That will shift, and then as more states and other parts of regions need it, we understand that. But part of the reason we've used a lot is because I have made it a priority in the state of Florida. It had not been a priority at the federal government level for months and months and months. Yeah. Well, and again, there were a number of other red states that have been pushing the monoclonal, um, I'm not saying it right, monoclonal antibodies, and the Biden administration was first uh, was against it and then was basically rationing what was available, the supply. So again, the idea may have been initially squashed because it was germinating. It it started in red states like Florida. Well, and you know what else? Um, The National Review and... uh also, Tammy Bruce wrote uh, uh, that um, they wrote, Tammy Bruce wrote, Ron DeSantis was right about monoclonal uh, antibody therapy. Florida's governor was blasted by progressives for promoting Regeneron's COVID treatment. Now demand is so great, the Biden administration is rationing it. So Ron DeSantis was right about monoclonal therapies. So if these work so well, why were they banned in the first place? Well, that's and the that's point. The and and uh, and if they work so well, then why do we need these vaccines? Yeah. 
Well, they, you know why they, you know why they've created, you know, and you, you and I have talked about this before. The whole thing with the vaccines is, is there is more money to be made in creating a vaccine versus using an antibody. There's more money to be created in creating a second generation, a second shot, a yeah. booster, etc. And there's certainly more money to be created with using a brand versus a generic. We got to have more whistleblowers. Now, there's a new Missouri COVID whistleblower. It says hospitals are lying to the public about COVID, and, and they can prove it. And they have proved it. It just doesn't get picked up in the media. And so these hospitals are empty. They're closed down. The biggest problem why they close wings of hospitals yeah. is because the nursing staffs have been cut. Yeah. Remember when I was in the hospital? Yes, yes. There were there was uh, whole areas where there was nobody there. Yeah. And this is D.C., you know, I mean, so I don't know. I'd like to switch gears really quick. Something that uh, has been going around with Jerry Nadler and a whole bunch of other people, liberals, they have this new word. It's called um, uh, human infrastructure. Let's take a listen because this is rich. Listen to how they're changing the terminology of illegal migrants crossing the border. And uh, strikes the entire immigration title and the important investments in our human infrastructure. Did you hear that? Yep. Human infrastructure. Human infrastructure. All right. Now, Thomas Massey, congressman. Yeah. Called him out on it. Yeah. And wait till you, wait till you hear this. Okay, we're going to listen to that again. And uh, strikes the entire immigration title and the important investments in our human infrastructure that it makes. Therefore, I urge opposition to the amendment. Yes, if, if the uh, chairman would uh, indulge me, I'd like to know if he just used the term human infrastructure to refer to the portion of the bill that Mr. Gomert seeks to strike with his amendment. I did. So illegal immigration is now human infrastructure. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> That was brilliant, right? That was absolutely brilliant. Remember the uh, D.C. dirty judge, Emmett Sullivan? Oh, yes, yes. Who was in the Flynn case? Right, yeah, that's it's a blast from the past now, but yes, a couple, two years ago, I still can't get over Sidney Powell writing such a glowing appraisal of him. I know, I know. She said, what a wonderful judge this guy is in her book, License to Lie. I don't understand why Sidney Powell did that, but... This dirty D.C. judge, the same guy, Emmett Sullivan, blocks Trump-era rule banning illegal alien families from crossing U.S. border mm-hmm. illegally. So the corrupt D.C. judge, Emmett Sullivan, blocked a Trump-era expulsion of migrant illegal alien families caught crossing the border into... Because you know why? They're human infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Human infrastructure is code word for slave labor. And corporations, once again, mm-hmm. are selling their souls mm-hmm. with yep. their fiduciary yep. duty yep. to their shareholders to import slave labor markets. You know, the people that drive your Uber cars and your Lyfts and the people that cart you around work 18-hour days for minimum wage. Mm-hmm. The people that are picking the vines off of Nancy Pelosi's grapes uh, in our vineyards, the people that are working the dishwashers and the sweatshop restaurants 
in the basement, slime-filled rooms. Uh, they're doing the dishes all day and working for peanuts, as Trump would say it. These are the types of people that are doing that. These corporations are benefiting from slave labor markets at home, sex trade markets. We've already seen FBI turning a blind eye to the sex trade, especially with Nasser and the gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, meanwhile, they make stuff up when it comes to uh, NASCAR's Wallace and the hangman noose. And yep. They make stuff up about J6. They infiltrate. Uh, they're going to try to make stuff up on September 18th related to the, uh, you know, the um, call to attention of the incarcerated from J6th. And so this weekend, that's what's happening, right? Is And Trump called it out. Mm-hmm. Trump said, that is a setup. Yeah. Don't be set up. Yeah. If anything, maybe hold your rally away from the Capitol building doesn't need to be at the Capitol. Meanwhile, they're building this fencing. It's almost akin to a, a, a lawyer asking the question, how many times did you beat your wife? Yeah. By building, putting the fence up is to actually tell the mainstream media that lies all the time, oh, that we have to do this. It's sort of like the same thing that Kamala Harris and Cory Booker did with the anti-lynching bill. We have to create a law to keep Trump supporters from lynching people in the middle of the night in yeah. Chicago. Yeah. No, that was the liberals making that stuff up, right? right? Jesse Smollett. Yeah. They make this stuff up. You know, it's absolutely stunningly crazy. It's amateur hour. But they're getting away with it. Yeah. So you watch all this attention to building these fences for what was scheduled to be 700 people that were going to show up. Guess what? It's not even going to be. No one's going to show up. And all this wasted taxpayer dollars because of these political ruses and people like Nancy Pelosi trying to make uh, make a, a statement that we have, this is the world we live in, that Trump supporters are, are cult members. She said that in the UK. Yeah. Trump supporters are cult-like and they need, must be stopped and they're hijacking, unfortunately, a grand old party. Huh? I, I beg to differ. Trump is the grand old party. I love that name, grand old party. Yeah, well, it's Trump's party now. And what Trump did for America and the conservative movement is unprecedented and it's priceless. Can I make one last comment? And then we're out of time. Right? I was at an event last night, loads of people, no masks, and everybody was having a good time. That's right. You and represent. they were all conservatives. You were representing. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, at the Mayflower, right? Yeah. Yeah, all conservatives, uh, no masks. Uh, I, I walked into a, a ballroom and there were people all around me. I, I was thrilled that I had a few moments of difficulty navigating wow. getting to my table. The good old days are back. All right, that's great. All right, well, Leonora, we're out of time. Uh, my name is Scott Adams. My name is Leonora Cravota. Well, we'll see you next time on the radio. Be sure to check out Bugle Call, Maga Pack, and scottadamshow.com. Grab a shovel, dig a hole a little deeper. Just to bury my kids right up to there